0: In the providence of God, given all that's going on in the media in these days, and you know, I'm very encouraged by it. In the sense that while there are tremendous indications of the depravity of human nature, and the ugliness of sin, and the utter ungodliness of men, to, to murder life in the womb, and then take it a step further, and to seek to seek or try to support the right even with the possibility of murdering outside the womb, as discussion is evolving around this and moving around this, while it is absolutely heinous and vile and there are no words that totally describe what is going on, at the same time, I am very thankful that there seems to be among some a stirring, a stirring to oppose it. It's as if some are beginning to say, enough is enough. That they've had it up to here, and there's a voice that must be uttered and spoken. There's a stand that must be taken, and people are beginning to speak. Now, I am thankful for that. I'm not thankful for what has brought it about, but I'm thankful that there appears to be a response because I have prayed and I've desired, and I long for the day that I myself, as I even indicated in the opening prayer, I long, I long that I will live to see the day. That what is going on and has been going on for a whole generation or more now will come to a point that it's repulsive and outlawed and will no longer happen again. And we should look to God that He would do that and believe that He has the power and is willing, certainly willing to do it. And So as I come to this passage, I cannot help but see again a text that screams about the need to protect the unborn, with all of our might. The activity of the Spirit of God upon the unborn John the Baptist is not needed to motivate the Christian to defend the unborn, but it certainly is an impetus that should drive us to see the utter importance of this. Christians should be leading the way. Born again believers should be the strongest voice. Because they have the theology, they have the motivation, they have the right to argue, to fight, to defend. Because God is on their side and they know it. There is nothing that in any way is equivalent to human life. And while I am all for a proper... How can I put it? That we are responsible in taking care of the world in which we live. The creation in which we are living in. And I'm not opposed to all of the things in terms of um, being less wasteful and all of that. I'm not opposed to things like that. Not at all. But I have to say I'm grieved. I am very grieved that there are Christians today that are more motivated by dying dolphins and killing whales and all sorts of other things that are going on in the sea, why we have this matter to raise our voice against. Again, I'm not trying to say that the other does not have some merit in terms of our responsibility as having dominion over all creatures. But no creature, no creature even comes close to how God has made man. The only creature in God's creation that has the ability to bring life into the world that will live for eternity, is man. The only creature in God's creation, in His purposes, in His making the worlds, the only creature God says, "This, this creature has the ability to procreate, bring life into the world, and that life that they bring into the world will live forever, is man. Furthermore, no other creature in God's creation can know the activity of the Spirit of God upon its life even from the womb. We have here the activity of God. The activity of God. Don't undermine it. Don't miss it. Don't think that the activity of the Spirit of God is somehow lesser than all the activity of the Son of God upon the earth. This is the work of God. God is... In and upon John in the womb. There is no creature ever that has ever known that. None. And no creature that ever shall. There is a uniqueness in man that we must not miss. Life, therefore, the life of man is exceedingly precious before God. And that's why I say the leading voices against abortion ought to be genuine born-again Christians. We should not stand for it. We should not in any way have any time for it. But more than that, we need to be utterly opposed to it. Every governor, senator, congressman, president, at whatever level of government that lives and dies unopposed to the murder of the unborn will in all probability face the undiluted fury of the Almighty I don't care who he is, what his name is, what else he accomplishes in his reign or in his office. It doesn't matter. If he lives and dies unopposed to the murder of the unborn, he will face the undiluted wrath of God. God is against that. And in the event that any politician should hear my voice, I would like them to know that they have a duty. They have a duty before God to oppose this with all of their might. Not privately, not done in a corner, but publicly.